Kitty Confessions. I am your host, Elise. And I'm your other host, Brandy. And um, we have a guest. Woo! If he like wants to introduce, introduce himself. Uh, yeah, I am Les. Les Johnson. I am the best person out of Dayton. Nice to be here. Okay, period. <laughs> <laughs> so he's repping Dayton. So if you're from Dayton and you're listening to this, just know that you suck. Because he's wow. the best <laughs> I didn't say it. Hey, I didn't say it. Nobody else compares. You can't. You can't go better than him. <laughs> I let people believe they're doing their best, you know. See, that's all I mean. You're okay. humble. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. At least you want to introduce our first topic. Yeah, so we want to start off with something a little light-ish. So we wanted to know and talk about what your views on dating is. Dating. Like as far as like how you go about dating in this climate, what that looks like for you, etc. Okay. Um, I'll give a quick backstory. Um, in the in the in the grand scheme of what people talk about dating or talking, the talking phase, I hate it so much. Yeah. I hate okay. everything about that that frame of what it is yeah um for me personally dating is just you know you find a person you start hanging out with them you do whatever it is that you do as a consenting adults if someone else comes add them into the circle but make make everyone aware that there are other people involved if it turns out to that uh or a strictly physical thing but if it's just dating to get to know people go on a date go go to a place go with couple people so that brings up a fun question. I was question. about to say, yeah, you ask it because I know we're thinking the same thing. So are you currently, like, interested in, like, monogamy, polyamory, <laughs> open relationships? What does that look like for you currently? Me personally, um, me personally, I'm, I'm open to uh, whatever the situation works um, for everyone involved. But currently, I am one-to-one monogamous. Okay. Uh, mostly because every partner that I'm with more has a standard of monogamy. Um, me personally, I am open to other things uh, to be explored, but standard-wise, gotta it's, go within the confines of. Yeah, I, I can't force other people with, yeah. to be open. Right, right, right. That makes sense. But have you ever been in that type of situation where, like, you have more than one partner and y'all are kind of in this? No, great... no, not <laughs> not in a realistic sense. Not in the actual. Right, sense. not in the actual like dating sense, yeah, but no. just in like maybe like the physical sense. No, can't say that I have. Okay. Okay. Well, you're, well, you're open to that. I, I'd be open to it. Okay. If it works out for everybody involved. Yes. Ooh, that sounds, that's interesting. <laughs> I think that sometimes... Okay, so question okay. then. Just because I feel like sometimes with men, when we think about polyamory and open relationships and non-monogamy as a whole... Is that something that you would prefer to be exclusive to you, or are you open to your significant other having additional partners as well? Because sometimes with men, especially black men, we see yeah. that it's a, I can have other partners, we yeah. will bring a woman into our situation, yeah. especially in like polyamory, yeah. but you cannot be yeah. Some men are like that, but like, what, yeah. are, what, are, what are your views? How do you feel about that? So here's the thing, I can't... I, <laughs> I don't know 100% because I haven't been in that situation, Right. but a 90% feeling, I'd say I'd rather, I mean, it, it is more selfish. It is more a selfish thing, and I can honestly say that, like, if it were to go in that direction, I'd rather have another woman involved, um, just because I also like women. Mm-hmm. I just, I, it, it is that that uh, visual, like, mental thing of, like, oh my God, another guy mm-hmm. is going to yeah. be having, you know, sex with my girlfriend. I just, <laughs> and it, it's, it, it oh, really takes you out. It really does. <laughs> You <laughs> probably got a missionary right, right. <laughs> Twist it up like a pretzel. Like, ah, 
I don't want to think about that. Ah. But it, I, I, I know it's dumb also, but if it was a woman involved and whatever happens and, you know, they start doing their own thing and they like ride into the sunset, I'm like, man, that makes sense. Another woman helping another woman. I can, I can you know. <laughs> I can't. I can't compete with that. You know, I gotta let it be what it is. So I, it's it's a dumb. I know it's kind of dumb, but I'd rather go in that direction rather than yeah. have another. I mean, it's not, it's not far fetched though, because typically when we've had conversations with other men about this, like yeah. we have the same. Yeah, yeah. Just like the general consensus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to go about another guy. <laughs> Woman, of course. So going off of that, like, do you think about marriage often? Is that something that I've never not thought about marriage? Mm-hmm. I mean. I mean, it's not, it's not it's not unknown that marriage is a thing that's uh, geared more towards women than men. Um, and I've learned that early on. So the idea of marriage for me is just, it's part of it. It's not the goal. It's not the big thing. It's just mm-hmm. part of the process, of, of the bigger process of being with a companion, with a partner who I'm going to decide who I'm going to spend my time with. It's just... Gotcha. So if like that's something that like you guys both decide that that's yeah. something that you aspire to. Yeah. You'll date accordingly to that kind of yeah. plan. I don't. I don't have an issue with marriage. I've, I've never been opposed to marriage. That's never okay. been a thing against. So you think marriage is like realistic? Like yeah. Can... I mean, I mean, if you're going to be married, be realistic in with the person that you're marrying. Like know who they right. are. Don't just don't don't be a person like I. It's you got to check it off the list so you find you know the person who fits the boxes just so you can check you know the list. But like actually. Be in it with them realistically, and since that doesn't feel like you're just wasting everyone's time, yeah. you don't want to be like 30 years in a marriage and like I just kind of like them, yeah, you, you know, like, them like so, yeah, exactly. You're not my thing anymore, yeah. yeah. I mean, people do do that, like, I feel like we as people we change over time, and with mm-hmm. that, our idea of what we want and expect out of our individual partners mm-hmm. may change. Mm-hmm. And if your partner that you're with isn't adapting to those changes as well, I do feel like people do kind of wake up sometimes and look at their current partner and be like, I don't think this is working for anymore for me anymore. And I don't really think there's anything necessarily wrong with mm-hmm. that because we are dynamic people. Right. And if we don't have room to be able to change and grow, then what's the point of like living mm-hmm. life and gaining experiences mm-hmm. going going off of that because we, we've had this conversation um, before separately like uh, <laughs> we've had conversations with men um, and it's like <laughs> when, when you talk to men about marriage and like if you're a person so I'm a woman who like I don't think about marriage often and I really don't think about having kids often that's just not something that I'm like oh I have to have it mm-hmm. so I was specifically talking to this guy once and he was just like that makes no sense to me so like I've talked to a few men and I've said that and they're like mind blown so like <laughs> what is it like what is this thing where it's like and I'm not saying like you think yeah. the same way but what is this thing where it's like when men hear like or they talk to a woman who doesn't want to be married or have kids it's like what is <laughs> what do you think that is and then also I guess this is going to be like a two questions in one okay. let's say you get involved with somebody and this is like oh my god I love her I want to marry her and she's like no not for me yeah, like, yeah. how would um, that make you feel hmm. for the first part um, just just side note of, of my friend circle I'm, I'm the one who pays attention to like uh, uh, bigger pictures politics you know mm-hmm. ideas things of that nature um, if, if people have been paying attention to like the last, uh, the midterm election that we just had, mm-hmm. the rhetoric that's been going on within the, the politicians has been insane. The rhetoric has been insane, <laughs> but, uh, to boil it down, a lot of aggressive misogyny has just come 
to the surface of a lot of pop culture lately. Oh yeah, we're gonna. This, it's we're gonna insane. Hit on that later. It's it's so much, and you know, I can really, I can, uh, I can tag that onto the idea of like a man finding a woman who doesn't want kids or doesn't like, doesn't like marriage. It's the idea of like, well, that's the woman's purpose. That is their role to be married to have the kids. So why, mm-hmm. as they're why are they going this thing? To, yeah, like why are they going against their their programming? You know, yeah, this is why you're here. Yeah, yeah. and and you know so. Uh, I, I can't speak to that because I'm not one of those people who, who think in that mind frame, but I it is it is really weird. It is a very odd thing to to hear other men's, you know, say like say things about women and it's it's strictly ownership sense. And it's strictly like this is their purpose, this is what they're built and here for, so why are they not doing it? Um to take it to the other question. I don't men are weird. Guys <laughs> are weird. You hear it? Masculinity yeah, is heard weird. You from a man. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna be here trying to defend yourself. <laughs> well, also the, the second one though, like so, like let's say, like you get seriously involved. I yeah. think that was the second one. We yeah. get seriously involved with somebody and say you're like, I'm all for you. Yeah. I want to marry you, and she's like, Nah, I'm good. I'm cool. What we're just doing right now. Yeah. Is I know, that something you're okay with? I, at that point, it's not. It's not fully about what I want mm-hmm. because another person is telling me they don't want the thing that I want. Mm-hmm. So either we can meet in the middle or we can just split, split apart, you know. Gotcha. So That's don't don't add on a lot of extra yeah. extraness yeah. that just causes harm to anybody. Right. That actually happened to one of my friends. She got proposed to. She was really young. Mm-hmm. She's like still in her early 20s. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't want to be married. Like he literally got down on one knee and was like, and she's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. he was just like, all right, we just got to split. Yeah, that's Which fair. Which I get it. It's fair. Like, okay, you want to be married. I mean, I want to be married. You don't want to be married. This is not going to work. So we just got to go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. So I was just wondering what you thought about that. So. Mm-hmm. And on the opposite end of that, my sister, I think I might have talked about this before on the podcast. Her and her husband have been together for the majority of my life. Mm-hmm. My sister's about a little over 10 years older than me. So they've been together since she was about, how old am I not? Like, 16-ish. My sister is in her 30s now, but all throughout her 20s, her husband proposed to her on multiple occasions before they actually got Got married. Mm -hmm. Um, And it wasn't necessarily that she didn't want to be married. It was more so she wanted to be in a certain position in life before she got married, regardless of, you know, how long they had been together up to date. And now they're married happily and they have two kids, but... People, especially like women now, since we have a little bit, we have more freedoms Mm -hmm. surrounding what we can do in our Mm -hmm. independence. Mm -hmm. We do have to deal with a new climate where women have different, we're not marrying because of dependence or financial reasons and things like that. So that's going to change when women want to get married or if they even aspire to that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what a lot of men who are mind blown by women who don't want to get married. I think that's what they're stuck on. Like, what do you mean? You need me. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. we got to get married exactly. because you need me. You need yeah. me to protect you. You need yeah. me to be the breadwinner. You need yeah. me to do X, Y, Z. It was really like women these days, we're doing it all. Yeah. And that doesn't mean like we don't want companionship, but it's also like we're going to do it on our own terms because we it's not a necessity anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's not, it's not, uh, it's not hard to understand. It's just, yeah. women. You. Nim- <laughs> <laughs> it's, just so much. it's really not a hard thing to understand. It's just, Look, I don't. I don't say this in a mean way, and obviously not all men. Obviously, asterisk, asterisk, not all men. Obviously, right, right. But history will show that the way that men have treated women, just in general, like uh, women used to be intense, institutionalized because they weren't being womanly enough, they weren't being wifely enough. 
but it was clear. It's just here goes some volume. Exactly. <laughs> right, <that's true. laughs> yeah, exactly. And so now that women have a chance to, you know, exist as a person, as a human being, men can't understand because the 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 standard of man has not changed. It's not shifted in a in a mass sense to the to the idea of like women are also people, and they also have ideas, values. The free willed ideas they want, they have goals, you know, shit like that. I also think I love that you said that. I think that the big key differentiator here why women have grown up with this mindset and men are kind of falling behind is because I feel like for millennials and Gen Z, women are taught, we grew up being taught to be fairly independent. That was Mm -hmm. Mo, you're gonna go get old, you're gonna get an education, you're gonna be able to sustain yourself. That's what we were taught by our mothers and our fathers, and that's what was, um put into us from a very young age and we've gone through life thinking this and growing into this whereas I don't think men were teaching their sons or women were teaching their sons that hey women are also they're doing their own thing now we're teaching your sisters to be independent so when you go out and you get older and you get into this dating world it's not going to be the traditional thing and I think that's where a lot of the disconnect comes from is women were taught to be independent whereas men were still taught to be more in that traditional mind frame of things. So when they yeah. get older and they're like, oh, you don't need me. Yeah. yeah. They're like, what the fuck? You you do need me. This is what I was taught my whole life. That we're, yeah. I'm going to get married. I'm going to have children. You're going to mm-hmm. be a wife. You're going to stay at home. Like all of these things. And that's just not the reality of it anymore. Mm-hmm. And you basically just said what well, I was thinking. Like so many words. I was going to say, we're evolving. <laughs> <laughs> and men are just like, what the fuck is going on with this? Like, yeah. no, this is not what I was taught. And that's what literally... <laughs> evolving before their very eyes so the yeah. men who still have that mindset of like y'all need us and what do you mean this is what I was taught you're supposed to cook you're supposed to clean I'm supposed to come <laughs> home and bring the meat for you to cook like that men are just mind blown like I cannot tell you how many men my age I've talked to and they're like what do you mean and I'm like what do you mean yeah. <laughs> what's yeah. going on Where is this like they need to get with the program this is why he's the best person to come by the day <laughs> <laughs> question on that okay so what do you think about so women a lot of times we say we don't need men mm-hmm. whereas men are very open to saying we they need women what <laughs> yeah. do you think about that because <laughs> i find that a lot of men feel offended they'll be like well why don't you need us i'm not afraid to say i need you why are you afraid to say that you need us what do you think about that um also, to go back into a, a little bit of history, when women couldn't have you know their own bank accounts without a man right. signing off on it, right? It's like that, yeah. You know, strictly in that kind of sense, like women don't need men to exist to just do a normal daily yeah. thing anymore. And men, it's not always, it's not, it's not, it's not just on the surface stuff. It's just not sur- if if a man doesn't say I hate women, that doesn't mean he doesn't. I mean, it doesn't mean it's. You know, it's not in him. Mm-hmm. It's more of how do you interpret it? How do you say it? How do you express it? How do you share it? Uh, and a lot of men aren't aren't taught to. When I say like men aren't taught to move past and like in a in the mass sense, it's not. They're not taught that the traditionalism that comes from you know I mean it comes from religion the religious uh, things. They're not taught to think past that. Think bigger. Think you know wider in the aspect of. I mean even if I am a traditional person. Does the person that I choose to be with for the rest of my life, do they agree with the with the mind frame, with the set, with the standards that we're going to be in, in a relationship? If no, if both parties don't agree, 
and only the man thinks like, oh, this is the frame, this is the how it should be. Like, what's the women? What's the women there for? Mm -hmm. What is she doing? What is her purpose in this, in this unification? You know. Mm -hmm. So you think that's why like men get frustrated when we say that we don't need y'all? Absolutely. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's it's not. It's it's a lack of doing their part to understand to to actually listen. They're just mm -hmm. hearing, but not listening. They're not, not really understanding what that yeah. is. Yeah. That's that's we don't saying. need like, y'all. We just don't need to depend on y'all. We want y'all. We want y'all in our lives, but yeah. it's it, not the same type of As it was need. before. Like, yeah. like you said, we don't need them to complete day-to-day -day tasks. We can get our own bank account. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> saying, like, yeah. You're quite literally like, oh, okay, I did everything I needed to do for myself. Anything you bring to the table for me is just a bonus. Like, yeah. And that's how I view it. Yeah. And I'm just happy you're open to hear this conversation. <laughs> I mean, because a lot of people just don't like a lot of men don't get that. There's a lot of women who don't get it either. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, think think like the was a stereotypical like a woman goes to a mechanic and whoever the mechanic is and like you like you gotta change your brake fluid and it's gonna cost a thousand dollars. But you know if <laughs> the brake fluid, you know, I mean, yeah, car <laughs> troubles and taking out the trash. But other than that, I can do everything else myself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know if this gonna work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go fix the sink. You wanna feel useful around here? Take the trash out when you're done. But other than that, I think we gotta. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think that. I'm not saying that women are incapable of knowing how to take care of their own appliances or cars or whatever. But I mean, there's still no. There's, there's still guys out there who like who take full advantage if they do not see another man. There. So you know, play a role if you gotta play a role. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be a Valvoline, like, what do you mean, right break? Like, <laughs> <laughs> be on the phone with my daddy like yes. that? <laughs> I call my dad like that, like regular oil, right? Not this, what's going on? Synthetic, yeah, synthetic, synthetic <laughs> blend. <laughs> they said my elf air filters need replaced. I can just use God's air. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, that is the one thing. Yeah. There's something funny that I was watching on TikTok the other day, and they were talking about, like, how women get when they're around, like, a dominant man or somebody that takes the lead and mm -hmm. how they're just like happy to be in la la land mm -hmm. a lot of women really do like when they have somebody that can they can depend on and lead them in that way it's just mm -hmm. sometimes it's difficult to find somebody who can do that for us like we enjoy being independent but we also enjoy not all women but yeah. some women do enjoy that kind of decimation i want to be able to rely on you when we go to buy a car you can figure this shit out for me i want to pretend like i don't know shit no yes yeah, i do that shit on a regular basis and i have to leave my life on a regular basis when i'm with somebody else i want to be able to rely on you to be able to kind of take care of it yeah it has to be like a good balance too right like I want you to be dominant, but don't don't do too much. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. What are you wearing? What are you yeah. wearing? I'm wearing this out. Like yeah. it has to be like a great balance. Like, you gotta make me want to submit to you. Like, oh my god. Yeah. I know nothing about gas and unleaded in premium. Oh, we said it. <laughs> oh my god. I my tires need air. <laughs> I can't touch that yes, gas. I am a helpless maiden. Please <laughs> get the snow off my car. Yeah. I don't know how to use. Called a brush. What do you call that, do you call that doohickey over there? The lawnmower. Oh yeah, get to grass. It needs gas. Yeah, that's such a great feeling. Like it's a great feeling. What was the girl on TikTok when she got on her knees? She was like, so was God sends a dominant man to me. She's like, I hate you. I wish I never met you. She was like, anyway. It's it's a weird song and dance. It's yeah. a it's a 
But you have to be aware that it's a song and dance. Yeah. Like a lot of guys, like they they're not aware that a. I'm not going to say women are putting on like airs, you know, like yeah. the. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, like I'm so thanks. <laughs> that's clearly a sign for the guy to come in and like you know you can yeah you, there's your chance there is your opening. Yeah. Take advantage of it. You're mm-hmm. it is. Don't, but at the same time, a lot of men I've seen who, you know, hold women to that standard, who truly believe that, like, women, oh, they don't know about their cars, they don't know about gas, they don't know how to do this, they can't fix that. And then when they find a woman that, you know, however it happens, they, you know what, I'm the man, I'm the dominant, I'm the one, I make the money, I have the job, you can be over there in the corner until I need you kind of thing. And then when they go in public, it's, it's, a, it's a show. It's just all for show. Yeah. The woman doesn't really exist there. She's just there. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's all about the man. It's all about the man's world, whatever he wants. I was having a conversation with somebody about that. I was like, you have to start changing your... We were having a similar conversation. I was like, you have to start changing your um, terminology and like your language when you're talking about mm-hmm. submission and dominance within a relationship. Because even like... He's trying really hard to kind of not be in that mind frame of like very man centered in a relationship. The male leads the house, whatever yeah. the case may be. And I'm like, but a lot of if you change your language, that'll improve your outlook on that thing. Because if you're always leading with the man, that's how you're going to think yeah. of all the interactions. You have to yeah. think and be very intentional about the language you use when you're talking to women, when you're talking about these type of dynamics, when you're going into relationships or else you're going to ultimately fuck up. If you say that the man is leading the house, but that's not what you really mean, you're probably going to still end up leading the house yeah. despite your best intentions. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Even <clears throat> going off when you said, like, you're not going to say, like, all oh, men, you look at women like, oh, they don't know anything about cars like some women do. It's so funny because my mom was like, her, her, her dad raised her the same way he raised his son. So it's like, you're going to learn how to change a tire. Mm-hmm. You're going to learn how to do whatever with your car. You're going to learn how mm-hmm. to cut the grass just in case you're oh, somewhere yes. and somebody Absolutely. can't step in. Absolutely. So it's actually funny seeing that dynamic between my parents because my dad is not the best handyman, but my mom is a handy woman. So like, he'll go around the house like, I'll fix it, babe. And she's like, all right, I'm going to let you do it, my man. Like, and after a while, she'll be like, I'm just fixing the sink because your dad tried to fix it earlier and he messed it up. So I'm just going But that's what I heard things. She's like, yeah. I'm going to let him feel like, you know, this oh, is what God. he does. I, but we know he's not the best at it. But she never is just like, give me that monkey wrench. Like, you don't know what the fuck you do. Like, I tell all my partners, please do not let me just be a dumb man. <laughs> if you know what you're doing, if you have the answer, you can like, do babe. it. Let me know. I will sit this one out. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why, because my mom, she's like, she's very dominant. But that I think that's her one thing that she wants to give to him. Because she's like, she submits to my dad, obviously, because, like, he's the dominant figure. And he makes her want to submit. Yeah. But, like, there are some situations where she's just like, mm. And I think that's an important point. You really have to, like, know mm-hmm. your relationship. Sometimes, like, if you know your man wants to feel manly, yes. you can feel manly And that's what she does. You can fix like, that shit on the back end. He knows that you fix that shit on the back end. But the important part is that you supported him. Yeah. And, like, was there for him despite the fact he ain't know what the fuck he was doing. Bro, yeah. I specifically remember this was probably, like, when I was still in high school. There was something wrong with our front door. Like, the doorknob was fucked up. Mm-hmm. And my dad called himself trying to, like, replace the doorknob. But he... I don't know how he messed it up. There was just like this big hole in the door what? where the doorknob should have been. And my mom was watching the whole time. She's like, all he has to do is unscrew this. 
Yeah. She ain't got patience. <laughs> I would have walked up and be like, move. <laughs> she ended up going back and being like, like three steps. <laughs> I think he was just overthinking it. It was a lot of pressure. We were all watching him. A lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> like, Dad, it's okay. We'll just have somebody come in and fix the doorknob. Yeah, relationships are compromised. Yes. Uh, Support. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. You gotta figure out what works for you. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't really try to do it anymore. He just calls somebody. Before he's like, I wanna be the handyman. He's just not. <laughs> did, did, he, did you try to like, like look on YouTube tutorials? He does. He looks thing, on YouTube or? tutorials. He looks on YouTube tutorials. Okay. He does he not. go to Reddit? Like, also try to find the. So, this is what he will do. He'll like go and like, I can fix it. He'll try to fix it. Like, and it's not that bad, but it's yeah. also like you don't know what you're doing. And he'll just <laughs> give up mid project and be like, we're just gonna call somebody to come fix it. And my mom would be like, you should have just had me take a look at it. Like, it's just a whole back and forth. It's very entertaining. It's that's, cute. That's so funny. It's like y'all been married that's forever. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I kind of want to skip a topic that we're going to go and I kind of want to return back to something you said earlier. You were talking about like toxic male, yeah. like all of that rhetoric that's going around. So, yeah. how do you feel about the Kevin Samuels of the oh, world? Oh, the alpha male rhetoric, the geez. red pill, blue pill people. Oh. Like, how do you feel about them? I. <laughs> When taking time to understand what Kevin Samuels was, like looking at his, or, I mean, with anything, anything that goes around the internet that people start talking about, take the time to look at it, the wider, greater aspects of it. You know, look at the early stuff, look at the current stuff, look at how things used to be, look at how, you know, look at how people are, look at how ideas change, things like that. But with Caleb Samuels, you know, specifically, you know, he started talking about men's care and, you know, cologne and, you know, things like things of that nature. But as time went on, he started talking more and more about, you know, what women need to do and how they have to be and how they should be, yeah. you know, in their relationships with women and things of that nature. I'm not, don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Everyone is able to, you know, say things that are correct. Everyone, no matter what, says things that's correct. But just because he said a couple correct things doesn't mean you have to take everything that he says as gospel. You know, yeah, that is not that is, there is not a one to one connection there. A couple mm-hmm. things here and there, sure, maybe, but break it out. Look at some context. Use it in the real world in a bigger sense. And I think that's the thing with Kevin Samuels. I think that's how he reels people in. He's really good at mixing in bullshit with Mm -hmm. a bit of truth. Yeah, absolutely. Because he'll reel you in with a statement that's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Apples aren't the same as oranges. And then he'll fucking be like... (laughs) (laughs) But only single women eat oranges because they'll never find a man. Yeah. (laughs) He'll switch up completely thereafter, but you're already hooked in. He already done, like, sunk his teeth in. Absolutely. And you're hooked. You keep listening. and. Pulling in all of that fucking horrible rhetoric. Yeah. And then you start ascribing to it on your day-to-day yeah. life. Um, that's that's one thing that I try to try to explain to people who, who don't who don't truly understand the wider aspect of what internet culture is and how it interacts with extremism and extreme right. misogyny. Mm-hmm. Um, like 20 years ago, YouTube wasn't a thing. It wasn't around. Mm-hmm. It was just people on the internet sharing random ideas. Random but as time went on, you know, uh, like, you know, Google, Facebook, uh, Meta, uh, before they came Facebook, you know, Instagram, they, they created the algorithms mm-hmm. geared towards sending people some very specific information no matter what. 
there is no way to you can't ex- escape an algorithm because it is social media. Right. There, there. It just it it's is that content. that is the one to one thing here, and you know, from the twenty twenty tens, what star uh what start now known as you know the alt right pipeline started mm-hmm. on YouTube, and it will go from like random videos, you know, just seeing popular viral videos, and then it starts getting a little dense in, you know, maybe something social, maybe philosophy. And then it goes deeper and then you start getting politics. And then it goes deeper and then you're at Ben Shapiro. It is a very quick, <laughs> no, it's a very quick pipeline. It is, I, I mean, not jokingly, it is a very quick pipeline no, that happens. Yeah. And, you know, I've been trying, I've been having a conversation with one of my aunts lately about, I want her to read the study that came, uh, came out of the, I want to say the UN about the, the link between extremism and it's, Using uh, the vehicle of you know video games as a way to spread because you know like who's on video games? Young boys are on video yeah, games. Kids, yeah. Do they read? Do they understand? Can they conceptualize things? No. Therefore, they're very easy to manipulate, easy right. to grab, easy to exactly, and they can turn into these bots, these red pill NPC people who can just who just say these random ass things, these wild shit about people who they'll never interact with, who they'll never meet, but they hold these strict beliefs that everyone else who is not them mm-hmm. just gutter gutter garbage they don't know what they're doing they're not smart enough they don't know what I'm talking about therefore they need to be eradicated it's a very quick thing that happens and Cameron Samuels is just a step Bruh, on that I mean, line that's literally it's yeah. just a step on that line yeah so in that whole realm a red pill, blue pill, that whole bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's all fake. It's all full of shit. Yeah. Nothing it's about it needs to be taken serious. Definitely not a real place. It's exactly. very interesting, like, hearing men's opinions. When you get into, like, Reddit forums and, like, kind of go down that rapid hole and, like, yes. see the different comments that are placed in these type of ideologies with alpha males and red pill versus blue yes. pill. It's really interesting, like, their outlook on dating and how it's really just a vacuum. Like, it's really the vacuum of that thread. Yes. It's not realistic outside of the outside exactly. world. Um, but they really, like, get really deep into their opinions about how relationships, women, life works yeah. <laughs> within the confines of these ideologies. And I think it's really fascinating. Yeah, it's, like, literally Bible to them. It is actually. And and Kevin Samuel said it. And, and, yeah. and Kevin yeah. Samuel's chapter 2, verse 13. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something I've noticed that happened over pandemic um, with everything being shut down. A lot of people... You know, either deconstructed from whatever religion that they were in, started going away from whatever spirituality they were in, trying to find what is the thing that makes me me. Because you know, a lot of people lost their jobs, mm-hmm. people lost their homes, lost yep. their whatever it is. Time with yourself, family, yeah, exactly. So you just by yourself alone, and just mm-hmm. what do you think about all day when you're at your you know house alone for Left seven days a week? <laughs> exactly, and then that's how the algorithm gets you right. because no matter again, no matter what, you can't escape an algorithm. You know, it is social media. That's how I got into Mormon TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> BYU TikTok in the armpit crabs. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Shout out to BYU. Shout out to BYU. <laughs> Going off of like the whole like Kevin Samuels topic, because like a lot of people who like watch him, they subscribe to the whole like alpha male, beta Fuck that male. Shit. Okay. Fuck it. Thank you. Fuck so that. what do you think of all it's, of it's I mean it's it's just just repackaged, recycled misogyny that's from <laughs> From back in the day, again, from back before women could own their own bank accounts, all said, the same stuff. It's not. It's, it is differently. It is. It is nothing about it is new. If you really take a chance to like zoom out, at least I've seen it as a man, as a black male, able to zoom out and look at it. It's the idea of women still as 
as they exist still deserve to live within this pain, within this suffering, right. no matter what it is. Like even looking at like the the movements against anti trans like against trans women, it's still trans women can't give birth, they don't bleed, they don't have a cycle, they don't do this, they don't that. But all of it's still within the aspect of pain and suffering. It's still the idea of these things are being spread by men to other men to say like they're not women because they can't do the thing that women suffer through. Yeah. And that's the whole thing in a nutshell, no matter how you look at it. So it whether be trans women or cis women, it's still the same thing. I mean, women who can't, like women who cis women who are born who have reproductive issues, they can give birth. So are they not women? Right. Yeah, so right. what? No, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, look, keep going. Sorry, yeah, I mean, that, same, yeah. same with that. I mean, I've, I've dated, look. I like to date women with reproductive issues. Just go. I don't like kids. I'm not a kids guy. I know this about me. So I, you know, I got my aim. No kids. Team no kids. Team no kids. Exactly. Exactly. But at the same time, because you know whatever it is, because they're born whatever ailment or you know you know ovarian cyst whatever it is, does that mean that they are no longer women or they were never women? That I don't agree with that. I do right. not think that. And okay. so that really breaks down the whole thing of you like, just what made is like a an woman? Excellent point. Like, I know that. <laughs> I have a question, and okay. we don't have to stay on this too long. I'm just curious what your opinion is because okay. it's a hot topic on Twitter, everywhere. It always comes up, like this discourse. Yeah. Trans women in disclosure and consent. Yeah. What is your opinion on that? If they don't disclose, do, I mean, we don't have to talk about it. I know this no, is no, like no, a yeah, very no, no, tricky yeah, yeah. subject, yeah. and I think that everybody is rightfully entitled to their own opinion. But I'm very curious because I have my feelings about it. I know that other people have their feelings about it. How do you feel about disclosure and how it relates to consent? I mean, I don't want to be morbid about it, right? I, I really don't. But I mean, they disclose it, they get murdered. They don't disclose it, they get murdered. Cis woman turns down a guy at the club, she gets murdered. She still, she gives the guy her number, he follows her home, she gets, so it's not, there really isn't an answer to okay. it. Okay, There's not like, a like straight answer. Okay. It's it's more of, <clears throat> does said trans woman feel comfortable enough with, I mean, right. I put myself in that position, you know, right, it right, would right. need to tell me this about their existence, who they are on this planet Earth. Do they feel comfortable with sharing their, who they are, their essence. If they do not, bigger question at hand. Start That's off with a fair that. answer. That some, some trans women might not even feel comfortable to yeah. say that. Because like you said, if, if we say, if they say they're murdered, if they don't, don't say they're murdered. Exactly. So, 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 so yeah. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's not tricky for me to be like, I mean, I'm not a trans woman. Right. Um, it's not, they, I, the topic of it is tricky. It's tricky for them because. Yeah. I like, think what it's do a very do? interesting topic as a whole concept because you could really go either way you can go far left you can go far right you can mm-hmm. go leaning i think that was probably the best answer that yeah. somebody could possibly give mm-hmm. yeah that was very fair yeah and even immediately looking at it from a political sense from a uh, sheer political sense the idea of like the extreme right and the extreme left mm-hmm. very different yeah the extreme right you get the insurrection of january 6th <laughs> yeah, on the extreme left awful. you get health care you know, they're <laughs> very different things. Access. Yeah. <laughs> I can go to the bathroom safely. Right. Yeah. That's, that's another thing that people are up in arms about. They don't think that trans men or trans women should, 
use whatever bathroom they feel like comfortable using. I'm like, first of all, our bathrooms have been unisex all our lives. Exactly. Our growing up. Yeah. What's the difference? Exactly. If it's in a restaurant or an office or whatever. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. it's just like America's so hypersexualized. We think yes. of everything as inherently sexual. There's nothing yes. sexy about somebody going into a store <laughs> and taking a shit. Nothing at all. A cis woman, a trans person, like it doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. I'm not going into a public restroom. The majority of us, even like women, and like the fact that we do have to think about our situation and surroundings, mm-hmm. especially yeah. if we're going into a public restroom. Yes. I still don't be just going in there thinking like, oh, if a trans woman walks right. in here, she's gonna rape me. Like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm not about safe. my general Exactly, safety. exactly, yeah. <laughs> like if anything, yeah. I'm just thinking of my safety in general, but I'm not thinking about the trans woman and her transness. That's yeah. not affecting me. She wants yeah. to go take a shit. Let her go take exactly. a shit. Exactly. Like, why am I even analyzing that much in the bathroom? If, first of all, it stinks in here. <laughs> like, I don't even want to go I don't in. even want to go. I'm yeah. so for dear life. It's trying yeah. to hurt me and leave. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's just bullshit to me. Right. It's, yeah. bullshit. it's all about control, honestly. It is. It, it, it's all that it is. I mean, even... It, when it, okay, so uh, over the the course of the twenty twenty two you know midterms, mm-hmm. I did my pet. I did my best to try to not get sucked into, you know, very specific things, but keep my mindset open to like what the realness of what's going on really is. Right. I mean, it's it's not a thing that I struggle with, but every now and again, it's just like, mm, I don't yeah, know. <laughs> I don't know. So like the idea about the you know, idea about the bathrooms, it's 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 all you know those trans people, they're they're. They're coming after the kids. They're coming after our kids. So we got to do something about them. Exactly. Yeah. Like they don't want your children. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, exactly. There scary is bit. no gay yeah. agenda. There's no diversity agenda. Like, no, yeah. we just want equi- yeah. an equitable society. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's no yeah. agenda. It's the, the gay agenda. My children exactly. are going to be. What did, what, did, what, did the, what did this dumbass say? Fucking little Boosie. He was like, uh, I don't want my kids seeing two men kiss on TV. My, there's kids trying to be straight. I'm like, first of all, if you're child is trying to be straight. I got news for you. Yeah, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got news for you. <laughs> if they weren't straight to begin with. Yeah. People like Boozy and just like general people who I feel like when they talk about like the gay agenda and stuff, you expose your children to so many things. Yes. Exactly. And then furthermore, you don't explain it. You have strippers around your child. You literally yeah. have strippers having sex with your underage. Like yeah. that's... <laughs> yeah. And you're worried about gay people? <laughs> that is literally the least of your problems. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's very true. But even just like something not as extreme as that, you expose your children to so many other things, and furthermore, you expose them to them th- those things. You don't explain it to them, mm-hmm. so now they're moving through life thinking that certain things are okay or certain things are normal, it's not. and it's not, or they don't have the context behind it. So then they're going out into this world misinformed and miseducated. But you're worried about what gay people are doing. Like, no, you should be worried about what you're doing with your children and how you're exposing and educating your children. Because mm-hmm. that's them. the problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's not the gay person that stands next door to you. That gay man is not worried about you. That gay yeah. woman is not worried about you. She is yeah. living What's her life. Mm-hmm. She don't give a fuck about them kids either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why y'all always in my business. Fuck them kids. And it, it's always really weird because most of rap is about Misogyny. Yeah, you know, having <laughs> mom, I got have the baddest women, you know, kissing up with the baddest women in my room around me in my clique all the time. Do you know how many like cis hat male? Let's <laughs> said like three cis hat rappers. Yeah. Talk about like in different interviews, like oh, I was twelve years old and I lost my virginity to like a twenty-two year old yes. woman. My uncle took that, me to the strip right. club. Yes, that's like, pedophilia. But yes. y'all are worried about two men. Two men. 
just you know holding hands in a park or some shit you know it's like your priorities are wrong, <laughs> wrong. and if anything i say this all the time like if you're just chilling on your couch and you have an intrusive thought of two men having sex you might want to you, you might, might want to explore sexuality a little bit and it pisses you off you might want to question yeah yourself. yeah <laughs> you want to ask a couple questions maybe take a trip to a library read a book maybe yeah you, just, you know yeah, you know so I do want to switch over into our random shit segment before we go down to more oh, lighthearted yeah. This has been a great discussion, though. <laughs> same, same. So on Twitter, there was a video going around, and there was this white guy. He called the police on this girl he was working with, basically, because he pulled up next to her, tried to play the song for her, and then proceeded to chase her. I know exactly what you're talking about. After yes. she was like, oh, hell no. Yes. She he called her, put her father. She put her father on the phone, and I guess her father may have threatened her. And the, he called the police yep. to file a report. And then after the police were like, "No, something is clearly wrong with you. Like, yeah, this is not okay." He yeah. went into his car and then proceeded to go on like a very incelish type of rants. What did you think about that? Jesus. <laughs> so, number one. <laughs> This guy, <laughs> with his Stop own it. camera, his own yeah. film, his he own phone, <laughs> went to the police and said, basically saying, like, I've been stalking this woman. Yep. I've been following this woman who has been turning down my advances. Multiple times. And because of that, her father called me to say, stay away from her. And I took it as a threat, but, you know, she still wants it. Yeah. He said this to the police, and then he just left. No, it was furthermore. The police officer looked at him like, do you know that she wants it? He was like, well, yeah. she doesn't know that she does yeah, not want it because she didn't try it. Like, it's like, what? she yes. pulled it's off. A very, it's a very, yeah. This, <laughs> I didn't see the full video. This That's is, actually fucking yeah, that, this is incel code. This is what the incel thing is. It is complete ignorance, complete in in ability the, to see to yeah it's delusion in such a crazy way that it, I don't know it is, it, it is, <laughs> I don't know I, I really don't know it's because the way that this guy told the story to the police which is insane all within itself yeah it was it's pretty just, wild I, and then he he left went to his car and continued filming himself telling the backstory to everything and it's still just like. No, like, what? he was legit stalking her. Yeah, like, he was it, mad. legit. Like, like, she didn't give me a chance, so she doesn't know that she doesn't want me. Matter of fact, she yes. does want me to stalk yes. her. And it was like, what That's you mean? She wants delusion. you to stalk her. Yes. She wants to be chased. Yeah. Like, not clearly. Fool put a so stamp on a stalker. Did he end up getting, like, arrested? Or no. Like, they just said, he, they just, he just like, get, uh, get out of here. Yeah. Get, get out of here. <laughs> what the fuck? Yes. That, yeah. So nothing, nothing no. came of him stalking her? Nope. No. This is a white guy. Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. Makes sense. Um, and ultimately, I mean, he was trying to follow a report against her, so. Yeah. And and that's how, the, that's the wild her. part. Yeah. Yeah. Because what was his cause her dad threat, threatened her. It threatened him. Threatened him to stay away from her. But she didn't. He couldn't even come up. He was like, well, I think he said he was going to stab me or something like that. And he was like, well, did, did he, he say, say yeah. that he was going to stab you? Or you think? And they were like, he was like, no, he just insinuated that he was going to do something to me if I didn't stay away from his daughter. He was like, well, I, if I was, if this was my daughter, I'd probably do something to you too. Yeah, These officers exactly. looking at you like, your logic is crazy. It's fucked up. Like, you need to go. Yes. I don't have this for you. <laughs> no, like, I can't do anything with this information. This yeah. is going to go bad for you. Yeah. Not, it's the not going to go around, the yeah. way that you think it's going to go. Right. Yeah. That is insane. It's very insane. It, it is very hard to, to comprehend. I, I really try. I can't. I don't know. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't. I don't understand. I don't. Yes. This whole culture Sick is delusion. Crazy. Like, oh. 
and people just be on their computers and like yep. pulling in a lot of information like information that like you said the internet contributes so much to that type of culture because yep. back in the day you had to seek out yes. that type of in- information you had to seek out that type of culture you had to look for postings in the newspapers and stuff like that it wasn't as readily accessible but now anybody can access it at any mm-hmm. fucking time so now you got a bunch of little fucking white kids mm-hmm. running around being mm-hmm. You know, you know, even at that point, I, I started to ask myself, like, was he taught this, or is this something that he Consumed. internalized on himself, yeah. like by himself, and just went on with it? Like, you know, like a lot of people are just basic people. You know, grow up with uh, whatever parents, whatever <clears throat> situation. They just parents trying to do their best, trying to instill goodness. You know, right. not everyone is the perfect parent or parent caregiver. Just Respect people, do good, mm-hmm. right. but then when left unchecked, I mean, I mean, even uh, around the early 2000s, 2010s, there was so much just unsupervised internet access that yeah. you just yeah. you find whatever, whenever, however, and you, you just, teach yourself exactly, yeah. and you know, people just again, YouTube, just a couple viral videos, and it goes deeper, then it goes deeper, then it goes it's deeper, and then now there you are, you didn't even know, you didn't even realize and. Recognize the switch. Exactly. It's too late. Exactly. That I mean, I understand it from the logical sense. I can understand how you get there, but the actual mindset of I don't understand. Yeah, because it just doesn't work practically. In it the doesn't. Real world. It, it's it falls apart immediately uh, when you go try to practice it in the real world. It's actually scary. It is. Let's move on to another topic we wanted to talk to you about just really quick. We actually have a <laughs> lot of topics for this. Yeah. It's actually interesting. So. Oh, we want to talk about semen retention. <laughs> we told you we were gonna go a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah, we, we, we're gonna get the heavy stuff out of the way first. It's, t- it's the fun. It, we're we're gonna get fun in the latter. So, is this, so first, I want to say, is this something that I, you hey, practice? I oh. need you. Can you explain it to me first, before, so I can understand? Like, I don't. I have. I probably yeah. I know what it is, but I haven't heard that. So it's honestly just. In basic terms, like the practice of not ejaculating, maybe you abstain from sex, maybe you abstain from masturbating, but you're not letting your semen release. In so self-edging? Yeah, it's yeah, edging kinda, essentially, yeah. except for you, you don't never, never release. Yeah, you never release. So mm-hmm. some people go like three months, some people go six. Like some people just practice semen retention without actually ejaculating. So they might even be having sex, but they won't. They won't ejaculate. So it's essentially edgy, but you're never going to come. So with that being said, why? (laughs) Okay, well we just got our answer. I've never heard this one before. I mean, I know about edging in the sense of like in just general sex. Yeah, but like long term, like why? Some, I mean, I've say so. There was a lip service episode, Joy Badass, and he said. For him personally, he practiced semen retention because it helped him focus more and it made his sex life better. So he was like, I used to just wake up first thing in the morning and just beat my dick <laughs> and just like ejaculate. And he was like, I realized it would make me like more sluggish, lazy, I would be unmotivated. So he was like, I started practicing semen retention, mm-hmm. made me more focused on my goals, my tasks, made me more clear headed. And then it made my sex life better because when I actually did ejaculate with a woman, like it was just the best fucking orgasm after I've held it for so long. But I'm not saying that's everyone's reasoning, but that's yeah. just what I've heard from like one specific person. For mm-hmm. both purposes, especially if yeah. like you're trying to have children, semen retention would be really, really good because the more you come, it doesn't give yourself less- time okay. yeah, that makes sense. for your that- partner mature like yeah. there's health benefits that makes sense yeah <laughs> okay so this isn't something that you, you do i know <laughs> <laughs> like, no matter what you say the reason i get the positive I'd, I'd rather just not do any of the act 
and like at all, at all. So you if, would just if, abstain from everything. If I if I want to go in that route, I'd just not touch yourself at all. Okay. So yeah. abstinence, you just be something. Yeah, you just abstain. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I so, that I don't know. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I that was new to me, so I, I don't know if I can speak to that. But you're able to practice edging, right? Because eventually you do. If I mean, if I want to, yeah, but I don't. But you don't want to do that. You just want to just. Not your thing. I, I, yeah, I'd rather. The goal just, is just let it go. The goal, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let it go. All right, that's interesting. I mean, I mean, in a weird, I mean, in a really weird sense, that I know about that practice being used to. I mean, history, history. Um, <laughs> in World War Two, a lot of a lot of soldiers were really teased with, you know, the idea of uh, the woman coming over from the homeland, wherever they were, like. Like the, the the go-go dance or the the stage mm. dance or whatever, so a lot of a lot of soldiers were encouraged not to you know in, uh, to, indulge. Yeah, not to indulge, not to just really like oh, you got to get that pinned up anger. So like I when you're mean. on the field out there fighting, you can. So I mean, yeah, that that makes sense in that in in that like you but gotta. You just, and I'm not on the war field, you know. <laughs> I don't. I don't need help focusing yeah, on anything. I'm just, I, that makes sense. <laughs> like you, like I think most people do it because they. They're doing it for a purpose, I want to mm-hmm. say, because like you said, like the health benefits, or maybe you want to focus more, maybe yep. you want to shoot for a better orgasm. But if, if you don't see the point, then I mean, it's not me. Good, I mean, it's people who do it, it's not your couple. Good for him. Do what you do. <laughs> the gold star for you guys. Yes. I'm not in that world. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of ejaculating, <laughs> so we know that you like you're in anime and stuff, right? Yeah, a little bit. So. <laughs> This is just like a random question for just a, for shits and giggles. Okay. Does that translate into the bedroom at any point? Are you into role play? Into anime you, role play? Do you watch like hentai? Anything Make like her that? Dress up as an airbender. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe waterbender in this case. If you were a waterbender, yeah. No, no. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Me with who I know myself, and I am too awkward for that. <laughs> that is I don't. I don't. I'm not opposed to the idea of, but me getting to the to the character of it, doing the whole play about too I goofy. I can't do it. I can't take myself serious. <laughs> I it start being too funny, and I start making other jokes. And at that point, we might as well just go get some food. You know. <laughs> Sex is off the table now. Yeah. Yeah. Lose the voice and maybe we can talk. Let's go get some food real quick. Yeah. Yeah, Let's regroup here. I'll be in the mirror like are all the arrows drawn on? I don't know. It's kind of late. Just get the cracking jokes. I don't know. Have you ever like seriously done role play though? I've tried it. I I have. I have tried it, but it's just I'm I'm too awkward. I'm too awkward of a person. Yeah, I've tried. But what? Like what specifically? Oh, what? Have you like Um, shares? Oh man, it's been a while. Set the scene. (laughs) (laughs) Barbecue sauce all over her titties. Just Just in the toga. You had on nothing but leaves. What was was going on? Yeah. Yeah, you had on an apron and a spatula. Well, actually, (laughs) glazed. We actually tried doing Bob's Burgers. I was Bob. She was Bob's Burgers. Um, She she was Linda. Yeah. (laughs) Not. Don't think. Don't think in a whole. Don't think a whole to do. It was like the idea of like the the mental setup. I'm about to make a coochie burger. Yeah, it was. It was was just some weird jokes that kind of you know. (laughs) 
it, it was we couldn't take it. I couldn't take it serious. It did not last long enough to be actually. You couldn't call it role playing. It was. He was like, shh, don't call me Les. Call me. Call it me was. Bob. It was high end foreplay. I'll say. Okay. Bougie foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Bob's Burgers is my shit. That yeah, yeah, actually yeah, really that, See, that's the thing. It was just started out as jokes and kind of went on, but it, like, it went a little too far. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, Linda. It for me would have to be like a. It could be anything like Bob's Burgers because off rips, yeah. I'm laughing. It would have to be something a little bit more like it I'm able to be serious. serious. I need yeah. like a cops and robbers. Or like knock knock room service. Yeah. <laughs> Something strong Ask and quick. Yeah, come in with a little dusty You're a pizza man. I have a pizza to deliver you. Yeah. Here's yeah. the dick. <laughs> and the, beside the pizza box and whipped and things. Hello. Yes, it's my dick in a box. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but how you get that up there? <laughs> That's interesting. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I just, I can't take myself out of it enough to. Uh, you can't, like, out of yourself. Yeah. Like, really, like, like. like you have to be able to be like kind of embarrassed in that moment. I feel like I like, am almost, embarrassed. Like, don't get me wrong. <laughs> you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. But I'm the type of person like it's only so much I'm comfort I can find in uncomfort. Yeah. I'm still we're still in my apartment or their, her apartment. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh man, I still gotta fold that laundry later. Yeah. Can, you know, <laughs> Linda, remind me to fold. Yeah, that you know. After I finish making the burgers for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, we were role-playing a 40-year-old married couple, and that's a whole different yeah, thing. No. You know, it's that's what I mean. Like, if Weird. I'm into it, I'm like, into that it. That would be fun, playing like an old married couple. You just that argue. Be like a whole, that'd be like an all-day event. Like, yeah, you know, just argue all day. For the day, and we're going to set the scene up, and we're going to get home. We just got back from fucking having dinner at Applebee's. <laughs> playing cards with, with, with Jeff and Sarah. You're about to. We're about to do the nasty. But we this have to argue all day. day. Yes. You have to like we we have to argue with each other. And you're mad because it's day. a Tuesday and it's our scheduled day to have sex. But I don't want to have sex tonight. You gotta have a voice on with it too. Like you don't have a full head of hair like you had when you were 25. Like you just have to go in. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna run along. <laughs> Since you are a guest, mm-hmm. we would like to hear your confession today. Confession. Mm-hmm. It can be about absolutely anything. As long as it's interesting. It doesn't have to be raunchy or sexy. Mm. It can be about anything. Confession? Yes. Interesting uh, and juicy. I guess the, the best thing that I can think of is a story when I had to jump out of a window to escape someone's mother. Let's talk about okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was... I was <laughs> This is, I, I tell the story because I like to look back on it and tell people like, don't, don't do this. Don't, don't, don't be dumb. Don't do <laughs> dumb things. So quick backstory. I, I, I met this girl, right? I was in like high school, like sophomore, junior, whatever. And we met through a mutual friend, you know, the mutual friend and I, you know, it didn't work out, mm-hmm. fizzled out, but she and I, the, the other person, we stayed, we came, you know, stayed in touch, you know, stayed connecting, started, you know, getting, you know, liking, liking each other, hanging out more, doing random things. Um, eventually we started talking in, 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 a, in a deeper romantic sense and I didn't know this at the time, but she was a habitual liar, had no idea, constantly lying about everything. <laughs> so one day she invites me over to her house. I'm thinking like, okay, cool. And, you know, she told me her mom, you know, was cool with it. Everyone's cool with, you know, no big deal. 
um, you know, we're there, we're in a room, we started making out, and then all of a sudden, her mom starts, like, banging on the door hard. I'm like, yo, what's going on in there? What's, what is happening? Open up this door. Why is it locked? And the only thing she can she can say to, as an excuse is like, uh, I'm masturbating right now. Wait. So, <laughs> oh my God. so you know, it took us. It was funny because her mom said like, oh, my God, this is what you're doing. And then, and then like, I, I got to I got to do something because I can't. I gotta get rid of you. Yeah, I got to. <laughs> so I thought like, OK, she has a closet. But like, no, that's number one. People are going to look at the closet. closet. That's, that's like number one place. place. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking like, OK, there's a window. I can go out the window, but the window was, we we're on the second story, mm-hmm. and it's a pretty tall house. One of those vaulted ceiling on the first floor, oh, kind of like, yeah. this house didn't need to be that big. Yeah. And it's like, ah, Very okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, okay, I'm on the second floor, and like, okay, I go out the window. I go out the window into the garage roof, mm-hmm. and I'm lucky because it's like a, a perch roof, and I can hide behind, at like, the, the top, the peak of the roof from her mom in the window because I looked over and like I could see her mom looking out like scanning. <laughs> she was just scanning. Scanning Yes. And I'm thinking like, oh shit, let me hide down real quick. Let me, about a good 15 minutes. Let me wait here. Make sure the coast is clear. No one's, you know, checking for me. So I do that. I'm sitting up there thinking like, why am I here? What, a, what is my purpose here right now? I didn't need to be here. I could have stayed home and played video games. Was it a record scratch moment? You're probably wondering how I got here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because if you were to see me, you know, I was think think uh, 2014 Forest Hills Drive, right? It was like that. I'm just sitting Oh, Jake Cole. Yeah, just thinking, just looking around like, hmm, I didn't, this is not necessary. I could have not done any of this. But I still have to get down. I'm still on top of the garage. <laughs> I there's no ladder. There's gotta, nothing. I gotta figure it out. Roll. Roll. So here's the thing. I'm looking, and if I go to the left, there is a, a RAV4, Toyota Rat, like a RAV4. Big, you know, it was lifted everything. I could have just landed on it, perfect, jumped down, everyone's happy. But I was not sure that there was not an alarm on that vehicle. Oh, yeah. So if I hit that vehicle and it starts off the alarm, <laughs> everyone's going to start seeing this really? young black kid running <laughs> out of this neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I could go left and jump off the fence and I could, you know, do whatever, jump down, tuck, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So it's like, fences don't have alarms. Oh my I, I, the only way I have to do this options? is from a visual sense. This is why we need to get this. a camera. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to start recording. So I'm thinking like, okay, if I go this way, fence that way, Toyota. So like, no matter what, this route is so so tall that like, if I start going, there's no stopping. So I gotta. <laughs> you gotta commit. Whatever it is, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> commit to it. So I'm going down like. Fuck it. The, the fence it is. So I'm going down. I'm sliding. I'm sliding. I'm thinking like, okay, I'll just catch it. Jump. Everything's good. <laughs> Smooth. But what actually happened is I'm going down this foot missed. And I am and I landed like, bam, right Ooh. here. Did a weird twist. Landed on the ground. Had to get up and just start start running. Okay. So you I all can't see what's happening. But he yes. landed on his dick. And <laughs> <laughs> this, is why, yeah. this is why we need we gonna set it up next time. <laughs> so wait, you you did like there wasn't a brief pause of like pain and agony. So here's the thing, it didn't really hit. Up. It hit like right here, like oh, right there. Yeah. It was like another millimeter. You would have been right. It'd have been a whole oh, yeah. different time. I had like a bruise right there in my inner thigh for like a good month. It was uh, it was a escaped? rough situation. I escaped successfully. I escaped and never talked to that girl again. Not unscathed, but you escaped. Ah. 
And then I just... <laughs> Minor I, details. I, just, I took the bus. I went home. I act like nothing ever happened. With the was it worth it? No, it wasn't worth it. No, not at all. Right? Oh, dang. Yeah, did they get to have sex? No. Yeah. We made up. So here's the thing. I also like she was gonna let me borrow her Xbox. I'm like, (laughs) oh, so there was he was there for one purpose again for the Xbox again. She look. I didn't know she was a liar at the time. She did have an Xbox, and I had a GameCube or a Nintendo Wii, and I'm like. I want an Xbox. I, you know, there's some couple games that just came out. I'm like, I want to play them. This would be great. This would be great. You know, I'll go over there, buy it for a couple days, and give it back to her. Like, I did not leave with the Xbox. I left with the Bruce. Didn't even get coochie out the situation. You got did not. nothing. He didn't even of get the Xbox. First of all, I'm upset that you didn't get the Xbox. How do you think I felt? Yeah. He didn't get anything. <laughs> he didn't get anything. He wasn't able to grab the Xbox. Yep. Didn't at least get some coochie for all of your problems. Exactly. Like, tongue action and her exactly. mom banging on the door. Exactly. Well, she at least and a trip kisser. onto the fence. Mm. Damn, Aww. the kissing wasn't even good. I mean, nothing. Nothing. In- it was it not it, everything happened with this. Fast. Was one mission and it was yeah. to get the Xbox yeah. and did not get anything. I out thought we were just mission. there for the Xbox. Honestly, I she's like, yeah, but you got to work for this Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and and there you are jumping off roofs. <laughs> <laughs> so I tell people, don't, don't. It's if it's not worth it, it's not worth it. Don't don't put yourself in situations if you don't need to. Especially Borrow the Xbox, Xbox for your friends. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. Girl. For all the gamers out there, it's not worth it. You're gonna find yourself jumping off and letting those. <laughs> Matter of fact, just invest in getting a PC. Exactly. <laughs> Be like me. Build your own PC. And that's the moral of this entire <laughs> podcast episode. The storyline. Build your own PC. Build your own PC. Build your own PC. You know, use your own hands to achieve your things. Alright, and then you won't be in those predicaments. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for coming on today. I really enjoyed this. Episode. Episode. Yeah, though, this, this was, was really fun. fun. It's been great. Wonderful. Thank you for all of your opinions yes. and your open mindedness. I yeah. really enjoyed speaking to you today. Yes, no Tell problem. people where they can find you at on social media. I am on Instagram at Johnson Less. I'm also on Twitter, LDL LDL Tortugas. It's a, it's a callback from high school. Um, Facebook, just my name, Les Johnson. I'm not, I don't post interesting things. I post my ideas, post some political stuff. Some funny retweets. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I do my best to do like, uh, like, I know people aren't coming from across the world to come hear what I have to say. I know this. But in my immediate circle with my immediate friends, with my immediate family, I can try to say things to try to clarify uh, fallacies. I can try to clarify pol- uh, political ideas and things like that. So if you want some of that, give them a yeah, follow. There you go. Yeah. See the face behind the voice. <laughs> and you can follow our Instagram at Kitty Confessions Pod, and you can follow us on Twitter at Kitty Confess Pod. You can follow me on Instagram. That's at Belatro. That's B E E L A T R E L L L L. It's also the same on Twitter. Or you can request to follow me at Be the Rad Girl. That's B E E T H E R A D G I R L. You can follow me at Chelsea.Elise, That's That is my main Instagram. And if you want to follow me on Twitter or on my Finsta, you can find me at Bite Me Softly XX. That's B I T E M E S O F T L Y X X. All right, friends, this has been yet another awesome episode of the Kitty Confessions Podcast. We will see y'all. Talk to y'all. Bye, friends. Bye, friends.